Welcome to the top, the podcast that provides you with what you need to succeed in the real estate world. Brought to you by the Collin County Association of Realtors. Get ready to tackle top real estate topics in bite-sized amounts with CCAR President Marissa Benet and Jonna Fernandez, CCAR Chief Operating Officer. Hi, Marissa. Hey, Jonna. Welcome to the top. Oh, well, thanks. I'm happy to be here. Are you ready for part two? Oh my goodness, I sure am. Okay, so for those who missed the last episode, we talked with Bill Kukla, a real estate instructor at Collin College, about what agents should be looking for when choosing a sponsor. And now we're going to turn the tables and discuss qualities a broker should be looking for in new agents. And I imagine it's a big decision to accept a new agent. Oh, it is. And an agent's performance reflects on the broker, and the broker's responsible for overseeing their transactions. Thanks for sticking around, Bill. And I'm curious, what should brokers look for in new agents? So uh, one of the things that I suggest to brokers that they consider in their list of things uh, that they're looking for uh, is to, uh, you know, what uh, looking for agents that have prior what I call business experience. Let's say they worked in a flower shop. Let's say they owned a small business. Uh, I think brokers would agree that when they take on agents that have had experience running their own small business and that want to get into real estate, they turn out to be quite successful because there are business attributes of this that are important. Uh, We constantly are asking uh, brokers uh, uh, at our advisory meetings and in between, what is it you want from us? Uh, We give you agents that, uh, that have pass their uh, exam the first time because they're pretty knowledgeable on what Trek wants, but being good and getting 100% on, on your state exams is interesting, but that doesn't has nothing to do with possibly making you a successful agent. So as a result of that, we an input we're receiving from brokers uh, is we're looking at things like, should we be sending out new students they passed their exam, but shouldn't we be sending them out with uh, a short course in social media, a course in small business entrepreneurship, a short course in how to budget and, and run your business? And maybe that would be. And so, yes, we're hearing that from brokers that they want to see uh, new agents coming in with maybe a broader business uh, background, not so much, uh, you know, taking a course and passing a test in the state exam. Uh, they want uh, to know that new agents uh, 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 have a that they understand that the real estate business is uh, this, it's broad and we can have commercial and we can have you know investing and everything. But this, at the end of the day, the business that most of the block and tackle stuff that new agents do is in the, is it the people business, and do they understand what that means uh, and what they're getting into and and the third thing that we're recommending is that uh, they uh, either have uh, resources to uh, train, but uh, it appears that social media is not going away anytime soon, and it keeps getting expanded. And if you want to be successful, you've got to be comfortable with social media, it appears. And therefore, I think brokers need to try to seek that out and to try to uh take care of that if the incoming agent has all the other attributes, but they need to get them up to speed on social media. And some people just don't want to do it, but uh, many of the obviously younger generation are already there. So, uh, uh, 
prior business experience or acumen, uh, understanding that this is a people business and having a, uh, a, a knowledge or a familiarization with social media and what it can do and how you would use it. And plus, uh, knowing a little bit about contracts and, and the importance of agency and uh, the client-agent uh, uh, relationship is very important. And those, are, those would be the topical things that I would uh, hear from brokers that what they're looking for and what they should be looking for. As far as red flags, uh, you know, uh, why are you doing this? I mean, the same question we, we give, and I, I, it's interesting when I give the survey and I, I look at that third question is, why should someone be working with you when there are so many agents out there and, and opportunities? You know, why should they work with you? And it's interesting to see the response. And uh, I think it's a viable question that brokers should ask is, why are you here, so to speak? You know, what is it you're looking for? Uh, what are your expectations? Do you expect to make six figures the first year? Do you expect to make 20000 your first year? What, what is your expectation? What is your time commitment? Are you going to do this full-time? Is this part-time? All those answers are fine. Are you doing this because you want to buy your own properties as an investor? Uh, you know, there's no wrong answer, but what is your answer? What is your answer to these questions? So I, I think uh, brokers need to do – nobody ever asked me any questions like that when I joined uh, my first brokerage. Uh, and I think brokerages need to rethink uh, and to get inside the head a little bit uh, and see if there's some com uh, uh, commonality with you between what the agent's expectations are and what the broker's expectations are. I absolutely agree. Uh, I think if a new agent interviewing brokers can at least have put a bit of a pen to paper on what their business plan is year one through year three, let's talk about what's included and what, right. what needs you actually have and how I can best plug into you. So I think we could all agree that, that brokers do need to have a system for evaluating new agents, right? There are red flags. Yeah. Um, so, you know, hopefully new agents can be socially aware enough to know when they're <laughs> raising other people's red flags. <laughs> but let's do this. Without mentioning a brokerage by name, can you tell me specifically what are some of the best features of evaluation and onboarding systems that you've seen in the industry? Uh, what a, yeah, okay, good question. And what I've seen just, and again, in the Collin, Carey, Collin County area is that they, when they bring in, and when somebody comes in for an interview, it's not just, uh, you know, oh, you're on a 2 o'clock to 2.20 type of thing. They have a whole plan. They have, when somebody comes in to interview, they they talk to them. They want to uh, have them talk to uh, members of the team or uh, other members in the office uh, and uh, speak to potential mentor uh, on what they do. And they, they actually, you don't come in just for an interview. You come in to basically, it's almost like the start of work. So I've been impressed by some brokerages that look beyond it's just an interview. They look on it as providing an experience for the incoming uh, prospective agent. Even if they don't know the right questions to ask, they get answers to questions they didn't even think of. So that's been impressive to me. Uh, the other thing that's been impressive is those brokerages that automatically know that they need to assign. They require that agents, new agents be assigned to a mentor. Uh, and they... Uh, 
and they stress the importance of that and the financial attributes of that as well. But the importance of that, and they will not let a new agent just come in and uh, alter or just, you know, you, you're here, great, you know, go to work. Uh, they know that doesn't work with a lot of people. They need to have somebody uh, mentoring them through the process and making sure that they're doing things and doing it right. So uh, we see that as impressive. And uh, especially during the uh pandemic, uh, what I've been impressed by is those brokerages that, if they haven't heard from Susie for a while, call up Susie and find out, is she okay? Is, you know, does she have, you know, is she down because she's sick or her family or their kids or, because there were so many other collateral things going on during the pandemic. Uh, I was impressed with the brokerages that didn't just go home and hunker down like the rest of us did. But we're actually proactively trying to stay in touch with, especially new agents, because if you lose them during the first few months, you've lost them. And, and that first few months is very important. And we, at our end, were especially talking to some agents that we knew we were, they were sending them out right in the middle of the pandemic in 2020. And uh, they had to deal with, you know, the kids were not in school and, you know, and they couldn't even take them to, to the daycare because of the, the pandemic and how are they getting their business started with all these roadblocks and uh, when I heard from some of them that you know uh, what made it easy is the brokerage I went to they called me and said how are you doing how can we help and so I was we've been impressed by that the proactive nature of some brokerages to remember that things are pretty tough out there and we need to stay in touch with these folks. Agents are such uh, extroverts. Many of them are. And knowing that your broker cares, uh, we pay them a lot of money. Yeah. And But to know that they actually care about me and my business, you know, when things are things are lean, you know, my husband was sick. He's, you know, we're team owners together. And for him to be sick for six months, um, you know, and having my broker setting up meal trains and checking in on me and all that was so important. And it made me feel connected. And I, I always... My take on it is whenever you hire anybody to work for you, that person should be willing to get in a street fight for you because that's the level of service I give to my clients. I always, I'll fight for them. I'll fight for every penny, you know, when it's necessary, when it's absolutely unavoidable. And, um, you know, we're, we're expert negotiators. So you want to make sure that we're always negotiating our best reality and, and having an amazing relationship with your broker is very, very important because they will support yeah, and, you. And Obviously, there's a uh, the other reason behind that is is the attrition, which you know full well. But uh, yep. when I've been talking to some brokerages, it, it, in general, I think this is not an overreach. But if a broker is not uh, refreshing their agent base over three years, they will find their brokerages less than in half because they're losing ten to fifteen percent for a variety of reasons every year. They've got to refresh that base every year. They've got to be lead generating to find new agents all the time or they will fail. And uh, so in doing that, your approach and the, your ability to connect with new agents, you're going you, you're gonna to get the better agents because at the end of the day, new agents uh, picking out a brokerage, they want to work with somebody that they know, like, and trust. And it's still important, despite everything that's happened in the world, people still like to be comfortable with knowing that somebody cares. Uh, Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of people, like, uh, uh, 
Maya Angelou and other had said things that, you know, I don't remember all the things you did, but I do remember how you make me feel. And so a broker's ability to really connect and be honest and, and forward thinking about that, they're going to, they're going to uh, get the better agents and those agents will stay. I mean, and you know that I see some brokerages, it seems like the, when times get tough, they're more loyal than ever. I, I'm really impressed with some brokerages that despite how things are bad and the bad market and the lack of inventory and everything else, that the agents are very loyal to the brokerage. And, and you try to get under the covers of that, and you find out because the broker seems to care about them and what they're going through and how they can help. And so it's pretty important. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, what suggestions do you have for brokers who want to attract the highest caliber agents? Uh, well, I think it's, it's reasonably, it's probably not a rocket science, but they basically, they need to think about uh, what it is they, they may have holes in their brokerage. Uh, for instance, maybe they want to expand on the commercial side or maybe the high end or maybe the rental side. And so I think the broker needs to think, what type of agents are they trying? Not just any agent, but are they looking for agents of a specific skill set that will complement what they're, they're trying to do with their business? So I think it's important that any broker, before they make an interview, that they have a plan in place on why, why are they trying to bring on agents and what are they looking for, and they have more than just hosting an interview. Uh, and so I think uh, brokers need to be better prepared and better, uh, you know, uh, in a position where they know what they're looking for. So with it, when they find it, they know it, and they then can go embrace it and hopefully bring that, that that new agent on. Okay, very good. So you know, Bill, a little bit ago you had talked about you know brokers really showing that personal interest and that personal uh, touch when working with their agents and why that's so important. So. What would you say to those brokers out there who are onboarding more agents and they have time to oversee or train? What what should they be doing? I would tell them to stop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to stop because you, you're going to go down the road of failure. Uh, you know, it, it's really about the economics. Uh, would you rather have an office of 500 agents of which 200 are carrying all the weight and 300 are doing nothing or, or have 200 agents and all of them being successful probably make more money. I've learned when I you know, worked in the brokerage realm that having producers is what's important. Having people around sitting, spending their time in the office, going to classes, but never doing anything is interesting. And, and yes, they pay their monthly dues, but uh, you want producers. And so I, I worry about brokerages that are just out there for the numbers. I know the numbers are important, but uh, it's the quality of the numbers is what's important, not the not the amount of numbers. So I would tell them to stop and re uh, re uh, configure what it is they're doing and why, so that they because if they pick five of the right agents, maybe worth more than just thinking on twenty or twenty five agents with no malice of forethought. That's a really good point. Um. Bill, you know, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. And before we let you go, is there any last thing that you would like our listeners to know? Uh, well, uh, just what we, we tell our students, and that is uh, if you're looking to get into a business that is uh, can be very fulfilling, if you like working with people, if you like helping people fulfill their hopes and dreams, 
and to give you the independence to follow your hopes and dreams and to what you find important. And if you found your purpose in life is to work and help people and you get benefit out of that, then real estate is probably a good venue for you to go and to go for it. But jump in with both feet and, uh, and, and have your passion. Work towards your passion. Uh, and maybe it's not real estate, but in the case, if you like working with people and you like independence, and there's so many attributes to the real estate business, and we'll never have too many really great agents. I think we may have a lot of agents, but, uh, uh, you know, if this is your passion, and go for it, and you'll be very successful, and you'll also be, uh, you know, you'll find a, a lot of pleasure and joy. And as I said, you know, early on, right now we need a pandemic of joy. We need something to follow on that says that what I'm doing matters, and it matters to me, and it matters to the people that, I, that I'm trying to help. Very good. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate you taking the time with us today. Well, thank you for the opportunity. For those listening, thanks for hanging out with us again. And don't forget to subscribe to Welcome to the Top wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. And if you have a question or topic you'd like us to discuss, we want to know it. So email us at ask at welcometothetop.com and listen to hear us cover it this season. We can't wait to hear from you. Thanks for listening. And I will see you all at the closing table. Special thanks to our hosts, Jono Fernandez and Marissa Benet. Producer, Bree Westbury. Audio engineer, Ella Madden. Outreach and guest relations manager, Kendall Crawford. And podcast administrator, Sean Offsell. Tune in next time and don't forget to enjoy your journey to the top. The statements made by speakers in this podcast do not necessarily represent the views or position of the Collin County Association of Realtors, its leadership, or its members. This podcast is not intended to give legal, financial, medical, or other advice, but simply to provide information as a springboard to further discussion and investigation.